What's up? This is David Jones, Tenacious D. Jones, here with the WinDailySports.com Week 7 NFL DFS Plays. I'm joined by my main man, Dan, and our newest edition, Javi. Say what's up, guys. What's going on, everybody? Uh, ready for a week, uh, a fun Week 7? And then I got my boy Javi here. He just took down the uh, NHL Live Qualifier. He's got himself a ticket to uh, Nashville in February. How you doing, Javi? Yeah. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm still riding high from that. A uh, .6 victory. Uh, was, uh, it was pretty good. It feels good, and it's my uh, third live qualifier that I qualified for this year. So, good times. Let's win a million dollars this week. <laughs> Dude, that's like your, like, uh, what, fifth qualifying ticket for multiple sports in, what, like the last month and a half, probably? Yeah, yeah. I have four... WFFC, which is the the football one in Puerto Rico, and then I got one of the hockey ones in Nashville in February. So, oh man, have you been to Nashville before? I have, yeah. I went uh, two years ago, and we were in town. My fiance was running a marathon, and uh, we were in town during the, the hockey playoffs. So we actually went to go see a Predators game, playoff game. So nice nice well you're probably going to another one they hook it up nice over at uh, DraftKings, and it got me looking for nhl qualifiers today but you know what this is nfl week seven can't believe we're already a week seven it has been a quick season um but we're gonna just jump right into it guys i know a lot of us are uh, really filling this slate and uh first off i just wanted to uh we're not really gonna go in order here i want to start with one of the main games on everybody's mind and that's going to be the Rams at the Atlanta Falcons here in my backyard in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'll just pass it around to you guys and then fill you guys in with the homer picks at the end. But uh, let's see, Dan, you want to start us off with some of your favorite plays from this game? Sure. I'm going to touch on the Rams side. I know David's big on the Falcons. Um, so specifically on the Rams, we know that the Falcons has one of the worst pass rush defenses in the NFL. They only have five sacks on a year. And the Rams are actually a top – uh, pass protection offense they're they're within the top six so they'll be good there I'm not worried about getting pressure but that's going to give golf a lot of time and he's playing in a dome in this game and you're going to give him a lot of time so I think we get the dome effect I think we see a better performance than we have uh, they don't have a reliable run game right now so I'm getting away from the girly and the brown whatever whatever happens you know whether he plays or not uh, but my main target here would be Cooper Cup um who has the second most targets in the NFL. Um, he's 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 only 7.4K on DraftKings, so he's kind of in the mid-range, but he is just a target monster. Uh, he's number one in the NFL in terms of yak. He just He's really good in the slot, and that's the guy that golf goes to the most, and that's reflected through you know being number one in the NFL in terms of targets. So Cooper Cup, definitely a guy. Uh, I will have some shares of golf. And I think Woods is another good option, too. Is that, That's not a good matchup if you want to kind of get off that 20% ownership on Cooper Cup. What do you think, Javi? Is there anyone you like on the Rams side? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm high on the Rams this week just because um, Atlanta's defense is, is not very good. Sorry, David. But, uh, no. you know, the Millie, the, the Millie winner has the last two weeks has won in playing and, and stacking against the, the Falcons, too. So uh, I think it, it could happen again this week. I know uh, the Rams are going to garner some ownership here, um, but I think to be different, to, to be contrarian, uh, I, I think I'm going to have um, shares of golf with Cup and Woods or Cup and Cooks or even Woods and Cooks. So I'm going to 
mix it around uh, to be different. You know, I've, I've done the research on the Millie winners, and I, I, I truly believe that, you know, stacking up the two receivers with the quarterback, it, it does work. Um, the first few weeks, it did happen a few times, too. So, Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And I will, uh, I will actually correct one thing you said. The past three weeks, the Millie Wake uh, Millie Maker winner has been against the quarterback has been against the Atlanta Falcons. You had Marcus Mariota do it on September 29th on DraftKings. I'm I'm pretty sure. And then we had the Watson five touchdown game versus Atlanta, and then last week a Kyler Murray bounce back week, like we were talking about over at WinDailySports.com in the articles and in the Slack. Um, but I am not as high on the Atlanta Falcons this week as I, I usually am. Uh, I'm more on the Rams side. Look, they're coming all the way from California, playing a 1 p.m. Eastern start. I usually don't like that, but in this case, I'm going to make an exception. Um, it, it, Jared Goff, bounce back week. Look, if Marcus Mariota can bounce back from that terrible Thursday night performance we all watched to win a million dollars for someone, then literally get benched the next week. I think that uh, Jared Goff's going to be fine, and he's going to bounce back. And I'm hoping that bad game versus a stout 49ers defense are going to scare some people's off. Some people off. Uh, I don't think it'll scare the pros off, but I think the majority of the public will not be playing Jared Goff just after looking at that number. Um, so I am big time on Goff. Uh, when when the slate ended last Sunday night, I was thinking about playing Goff this week. Pair him up with Cooper Cup. Uh, you heard it from Dan. You heard it from Javi. Uh, he's just going to get targeted like crazy. Last week, I think he was only targeted, it was like six times. But the week be- week before that, it was 17. Week before that, 15. Week before that, 12. If Cooper Cup doesn't uh, hit value here, I-, I don't I don't know fantasy football. <laughs> then you've got Brandon Cooks. Um, he's cheaper than he should be. He hasn't had a huge game really yet this, uh, this year. But this was a guy who played on New Orleans, and New Orleans – uh, big rivalry is the Atlanta Falcons. Brandon Cooks likes to play against the Falcons. And uh, in a dome game here, I can see him uh, popping off too. And then, of course, you've got Woods. I do not hate the uh, at all the uh, two wide receivers with Goff. I think you have to have a Rams wide receiver. Uh, Woods is just fine too. But I just I, I like Cup a little more. And, uh, man, it's tough. I, I might make all, – all my Millie Maker lineups might have a Rams receiver. I might just put that as a rule. And then you've got – Dude, the, the Falcons have been ridiculous. Uh, over 331 yards per game their last three. 340 in the last game. And then five touchdowns per game their last three is what they're averaging against them. So there's going to be p- plenty of love, I think, to go around for the Rams. So I think mm-hmm. I agree with both of you on the uh, the two wide receivers for, for this week. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, too, because the, the projections that I've been looking at, they actually have golf under 10 percent. i don't know how accurate that is or if i'm reading something wrong i don't know if they just don't don't trust him wow. because of the the last few weeks but if he's under 10 percent, i i love that i don't know yeah. about you guys but i'm all over it no like i said I, I mean it's you just target the atlanta falcons you don't have to reinvent the wheel here guys i mean just do what works let everyone else screw it up you know and then you're looking at uh gerald everett who has actually been pretty serviceable the past three weeks five targets 11 targets eight targets one touchdown he had one game mixing there with 136 yards and that's crazy um i'm probably not going to be on him but he's worth mentioning there's a lot of tight ends i like do either of y'all like everett at all or no i i guess he's a good, a good like pun option on DraftKings. I, i'm really into the receivers you know, like i said fade the running backs love the th- three receivers mixing them up in gpps but Everett's kind of, you know, he's got that 3.7 tag, so I guess he has some appeal in that sense. But I have a pretty condensed group of tight ends myself, so 
he's a guy that I'll give some exposure to, but not too much. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I only have like three three tight ends on my on my list, and Everett's not one of them. Um, but in the same game, uh, I am targeting Hooper. I don't want to skip ahead, but I'm all in on Hooper too. Oh, really? All right. So tell me, tell me more about that. Yeah. So I, I think honestly, um, you know, the Rams defense is overrated. You know, Jameis Winston lit them up. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're a shell of themselves. Yeah, they do have um, you know Jalen Ramsey playing for them, and I I heard he's been cleared to play, so he'll be there. Um, yep. So if he's 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 probably going to be shadowing Julio. I'm off Julio. Um, you know, I'll take my chances on on Hooper, who's going to be, I think, a, a core play. You know, uh, Matt Ryan likes to target him. I think he's a little bit expensive on FanDuel at 6,600. Um, but there's not uh, there's not many. Say that again. 5.3 on DK is not too bad. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him a lot more on DK to be honest. Uh, on FanDuel, 66 is a little little high. I'd rather pay the the extra 200 for Evan Ingram. But I think to be different, Austin Hooper is a good play. Yeah, um, I, I I wasn't on Hooper as much, but I'm looking at him here and what you're saying. I mean, he, he's definitely in my top four tight ends. He was probably fourth, though, but I might bump him up. I don't think he's going to beat uh, the the outing he had last week, eight for eight, 117 yards, one receiving touchdown versus the best uh, team to target versus tight ends in the Arizona Cardinals. But I could see him coming up with 14, 15, getting targeted, you know, the same amount of times um, – but, I mean, it's a good play. Yeah, more more on DraftKings. And as far as Julio Jones goes, he's going to be shadowed. He's an he's elite wide receiver, but you don't have to pay all the way up to the top for him. I would dig down for Ridley, who I, I don't know why he's priced as low as he is. I mean, this guy's got four receiving touchdowns in six games. I mean, you can play him easily. He's one of my, my favorite value wide receivers, 5,500 on FanDuel. I mean, you can't, you're not going to be able to throw it to Julio as much. So you're going to throw it to Ridley, dish it to Sanu some. Freeman's getting in the passing game and he's still too cheap if we're expecting a high scoring game which i think we are look we can get on some of these falcons i know we talked about this game a lot um so we'll move on but uh definitely don't play the defenses and uh is anyone on matt ryan i better i better be on that. Uh, i think he, i don't think i don't think he's gonna get nearly as many passes as he had yeah these are two of the top 10 teams in terms of pace but I think that the defensive line of the Rams is kind of picking it up a little bit. I think they'll get a little bit more pressure on Matt Ryan and not to mention Atlanta Falcons have kind of been shaky a little bit on the offensive line. So I'm seeing kind of a down performance from him. I definitely prefer golf uh, between the two of them. All right, cool. All right. So we talked about that game a lot. We wanted to do it first. A lot of people are going to be looking at that game and it's a great game to target. By the way, the roof's open in Atlanta. I don't know if that, if that means anything, but it does. So, all right, we got Arizona at the New York Giants next. We'll dive into a 1 p.m. game. Um, there's a few plays on here I like for sure. You've got the Arizona Cardinals, who are a great team to uh, target against. Dan, uh, you see anything from this game you like? Uh, I see a ton from this game that I like. Kyler Murray is actually um, one, of, one of my top plays this week in terms of GPPs. I don't, I don't know if he'll make – my cash lineup, um, but just overall, the Giants are just terrible. You know, they give up the second most passing yards per game at 285. Uh, they've they've been you know just just as if worse their last three. Um, defense is getting a lot of pressure either. They're they're only average. They only have 16 sacks on the season. Um, so Arizona's offensive line has been really good and uh, and run blocking. Uh, they're averaging almost five yards a carry. And that's another weakness for the Giants, too. So 
if with Murray, I feel like you can run him naked because now you have Christian Kirk back in the lineup. Uh, of course, Larry Fitz, he's, he's always a good option, but I think Kirk makes for a decent pivot and he's 1100 cheaper. So he's 5,000. He can open things up for you. Um, but if you absolutely want to pair Murray up, I'm perfectly fine with pairing him up with David Johnson. Uh, you know, he's averaging uh, six targets a game. So he's definitely getting the looks in the backfield in terms of receiving. Um, but outside of that, I was initially on the Giants side, but now I'm really not liking it as much. I know they have Patrick Peterson back. That's a big boost for them. Um, so I, initially, I was going to list Golden Tate on my report, but I feel like I'm going to take him off. And I'm really not that crazy about the Ingram play, uh, mm. even as bad as Arizona has been against tight ends. Uh, Javi, is there anything you like uh, between these two teams? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you on, on the Ingram play. I think – the Cardinals cannot defend the tight end uh, for, for whatever reason it is. Uh, you know, their secondary is one of the weakest in the league, and against the tight end, it's just just bad. I mean, it's just natural to play any tight end against the Cardinals right now, unless your name is Tyler Eifert. So, so um, <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like Evan Ingram a lot. Um, yeah, I, I know he's he's more expensive on FanDuel at 6,800, but I'm going to fit him into my lineup. I just – you got to – keep writing that hot streak against the, the Arizona Cardinals uh, defense against the tight end. And so um, I, I do agree with you, though, on, on Kyler Murray at 7,700. So uh, I know on, on FanDuel, <clears throat> Kyler Murray is the same price as Josh Allen, who plays against uh, the horrendous Dolphins. But Kyler Murray uses his legs a lot. It seems like he's scoring more in the red zone, which was, the, which was his weakness in the beginning of the season. So uh, I do... I do like it. I mean, they're two mediocre to bottom tier defenses. So uh, um, to pivot off Josh Allen, I am I am on Kyler Murray. So I, I do like the play, um, and I do like David Johnson as well as a GPP play. Uh, just because I know the Giants' defense has been better, but um, you know I, I do like Kyler Murray. I do like David Johnson, and I do like Evan Ingram at least from the tight end from the Giants side. So um, as for the, go ahead um, just, touch on that. No, just one last thing. Oh, sorry, bro. No, no, you're good. Just the last thing I want to touch on is that I'm staying away from the Arizona Cardinals wide receivers, though. Um, he completed a pass to nine different um, players, and I just don't trust any of the wide receivers. I know Kirk's back, and he likes Kirk, but it just scares me when you when you see the the box score and you see nine different receivers or uh, nine different people uh, catching a pass from Kyler Murray. So I'm not really high on the receivers at all. Any love for Saquon Barkley? <sighs> I don't. I, I think I'm gonna wait a game to see how he does. Uh, he's the highest priced guy um, on on Fanduel, um, eighty six hundred. Okay. I, I prefer to go just go a little lower um, and save some some money that way. I, I'm gonna wait a week. So yeah, definitely agree with you there. Yeah, that that's how I play it too, man. Like if it's the highest priced guy and I'm just not sure. Like I've got to think there's gonna be some guys underneath him that can outscore him, um, and I can get you know, pay up at other positions. Not saying I don't like Saquon Barkley. I mean, I think he's, I mean, in for, you know, he's going to get in the mid-teens at least, I would think, and might even get a 20-point game. But I might try and find a 20-point game from someone cheaper. I am in love with Evan Ingram. Look, against the Cardinals, it's all you got to know. Play him every week, especially if you got Patrick Peterson back, who's going to be on Golden Tate. They're going to need a receiver to throw it to. Sterling Shepard is out. So, I mean, you can... Is Darius? I'm looking right now. Is Darius Slayton a viable play? He got eight targets last week. Maybe that might be a punt for you. Um, but Evan Ingram will be on my main lineup. 
David Johnson has a questionable tag with his ankle. Coaches come out and said that he wouldn't have played if it was a Friday game. But DJ saying that if it's Sunday, he's going to be fine. You've got Chase Edmonds, who's kind of getting more and more uh, into this offense and can steal some touch. Not steal, because David Johnson is hurt, but get some more touches uh, in this game. So I don't hate him as a pump play. He's also going to be uh, one of the receivers, you know, plays like probably wide receiver three for the Cardinals. Um, as far as Kyler Murray goes, I disagree with you guys. I'm off Kyler Murray just because he's not going to be like he, he's going to have more ownership because of the game he put up last week. But he's not going to beat his game last week because it was against the Atlanta Falcons. And the week before that, it was against the Cincinnati Bengals. I would put him in for uh, around 20 points. I don't I don't think he's going to be on a big winning team. And the Giants, who they play last time, they were pumped up for him. And they look, look decent. I know on paper they're the bad. Patriots. But, yeah, play the Patriots. Patriots. Um, so I don't know. I that's I don't have a ton of plays from this game besides Ingram and um, geez, I don't know. That might be about it for me. Maybe pump with Slayton down there if you want to get weird. But let's move on to Jacksonville and the Bengals game in Cincinnati. Couple huge plays from this game. I like Dan. You want to hit us with a couple of yours? Yeah, let me just uh, get on page here. Yeah. So uh, Jack, I'll start you. Jack. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so we've got uh, Gardner Minshew is a cheap quarterback versus a bad Bengals defense. I like that play, correlating with DJ Chark. Uh, the Bengals are going to be missing their two cornerbacks. Uh, Chark is going to get absolutely uh, – it's going to be a huge game for Chark. I'm pretty convinced of it now. And you've got D.D. Westbrook, who's questionable. If he is out, you just lock Chark in. And then you've also got Leonard Fournette. Um, who's just been crushing it week in, week out the past three weeks and going against a bad Bengals defense. And I believe they've given up the most touchdowns in the NFL against the running back. I don't mind putting Gardner Minshew, Fournette, and Chark on the same team. Uh, last week, if I would have kept uh, Lockett and Carson on the same team and not tried to get cute, I would have won a qualifier ticket. I missed it by like a point. Um, but I, I like those three plays from Jacksonville. And if you want to run it back from with Cincinnati, I like Boyd a ton. He scores all the touchdowns at home. I'm still no A.J. Green. And Tate's going to get targeted a lot. Those are my five plays from that game. Dan, what do you got? Uh, so I'm pretty much on board with you. I do like Gardner Minshew a lot for a bounce-back game against the Bengals. They're absolutely horrendous. Uh, they have the fourth-worst adjusted sack rate in the league at 4.8%, so they're definitely not getting pressure on the quarterback. And the Jacksonville offensive line has been fairly solid. Um, as far as Fournette goes, I agree with you there as well. Um, he's averaging six targets per game, so he's obviously got that boost with the, on the receiving end. Uh, and he's third in the league in terms of rush yards. And he, he's done well. He's uh, 189 receiving yards, and he's getting 23 red zone touches so far. So ton of usage in the red zone. I definitely think he gets a touchdown this game. He only has one so far. <clears throat> uh, and then DJ Chark, of course. Uh, he's got the fourth most yards in the league and the fourth most completed air yards. So uh, he's definitely getting the looks, averaging seven targets per game. I think he's got a very safe floor. Uh, I'll be surprised if he doesn't hit value. An even bigger boost if D.D. Westbrook is out, obviously. That's a big boost to him. Uh, on the Bengals side, the only guy I'm really drawing interest in is uh, Auden Tate. I just like his price tag on DraftKings at 4.5K. Uh, and he's still going relatively unnoticed. He just... Had a stream of really, really impressive catches last week against the Ravens. So I like him a lot. I think he's a really good cheap punt play on DraftKings, and that rounds up my plays for that game. What do you think, Javi? Uh, so Gardner Minshew, I'll, I'll talk about both sides. He is he's fifty four hundred on DK. 
he's one of the lowest priced quarterbacks. He is he's going to be in a lot of my lineups, especially on tournaments. Uh, he's just way too cheap, and I don't understand because he's playing. I mean, we've talked about it, one of the worst defenses in the league. Um, so I, I am going to load up on Minshew. I'm going to load up on Chark. I think I'm going to avoid DD if he, even if he does play. So it'll be a, a Minshew Chark play. Uh, I do like those two plays for sure. And then for Fournette, I mean, Cincinnati's the worst rush defense in the league. They, they've allowed a, over 1,100 rushing yards. Uh, uh, that's close to like 185 yards per game, I, I believe it is. And yeah. they've allowed nine rushing touchdowns. So just put Fournette. You have to put Fournette. I know it's, you know, people want to be different and whatnot, but we, we talked about this in the Slack channel on Win Daily that, um, and David, you, you kind of joined me on that. You don't avoid the chalk, especially in NFL, and, and especially this play. So I think you, you can't avoid Fournette. I mean, he's priced as the third highest on FanDuel at 7,900. Um, he's not even the highest price, and he's got the best matchup. So uh, I like that play. I like the, the Minshew Shark Fournette play, so I'll have a few of that. Uh, I do like Tyler Boyd. Uh, more than Auden Tate. I know Auden Tate's been playing better, but Boyd is just too cheap, especially on FanDuel. So you can switch between Ridley and Boyd. Uh, and then you guys didn't really touch on it. Call me crazy if you want. I like Mixon also. Um, Jacksonville's run defense isn't the best. Uh, I know Mixon has been terrible this year, uh, but he's just too cheap. He's 5000 on DraftKings and 6100 on on FanDuel. He's a good salary. He's a good value play in my opinion. So right. I'll have some of Mixon. Yeah, I think Mixon, the, the thing that really hurts his value is the offensive line depth for the Bengals. They're, they're on their fifth left tackle right now, so they're really hurting, and it's really reflected. But they were able to move the ball in the Ravens, and like you said, yes, Jacksonville has give up some yards, so I think he is viable. But I do have one more cheap play that I think is worth mentioning. If you're absolutely desperate, I don't really think this is the week to spend down at the tight end position. I think you should really stay in that Ingram range. Um, the lowest I'm probably going to go is Mark Andrews, but we'll touch on that in a little bit. But uh, O'Shaughnessy and George Swain are both out for Jacksonville. So rookie Josh Oliver will make his debut in this game. He's only 2.8, uh, 2.8 K on DraftKings, So he's coming in relatively cheap and very unnoticed. And if D.D. Westbrook is out, um, he could see a boost. But uh, I would strictly reserve that play for GPP's deeper Definitely deeper lineups if you want to take a shot. Hey, I haven't heard his name yet. That's that's interesting. I'm going to look into him. Yeah, he is cheap on FanDuel at $4,000. And, uh, I mean, if Didi's out, then I'm going to take a real hard look at him. As far as Mixon goes, man, I tried to call his last touchdown last week. I missed it. I think he gets in this week. Um, but I, I, I might just – I'll play him on a couple of million makers. That's probably about it. Over to uh, Green Bay at Lambeau. we got Oakland coming to visit at a 1 p.m. game. That is, what's the math? Is it three hours? That's going to be a uh, 10, 10 a.m. start time for them, I think, if I'm at East Coast. Yeah, um, 10, well, we've 10, got 10 a.m. Pacific. So that is early for Oakland, um, and they are going to be missing their top wide receiver in Tyrell Williams. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be missing Devontae Adams and possibly Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yes! This isn't a- I'm targeting. Yeah, he's, yeah, man, he's, <laughs> he owes me money, too. He owes me Will Ferrell money. Uh, this game. But, uh, you, do you like this game? You got a feel for it? I do, man. I have a few pieces from this game. This 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 game is like value city furniture. Um, so we know that Devontae, we know that Devontae Adams is, is, is out. And MVS is doubtful, uh, and and Allison is out. So 
that leaves Kumaro and Lazard um, as the main targets. And I think most people are going to levitate uh, towards Kumaro. But I, I tend to like Lazard, man. He's coming in at minimum salary. He's only 3K. Um, I think he... He, I wouldn't say he's necessarily safe play, but with all these guys out, man, he's just he's gonna bump up that bump up the pay in order, and he can easily pay off his price tag. Um, so I would I would definitely take a shot on either one of those two guys. Uh, they're just way too cheap, um, and Oakland just hasn't been that great through the air. Um, and on the Oakland side, um, of course, I'm really liking Josh Jacobs. He's only 5K on DraftKings. Um, he's got 430 rushing yards. And he's averaging 17 touches a game, so he's getting plenty of looks. Um, they rank, they rank. They're the they're the second power ranked team in the NFL. So what that means is they're really, really good in third and short situations. They they convert a lot of first downs, and it also reflects that they're really good in the red zone. Uh, so so he he has uh, four touchdowns on the year. Um, I think we see uh, possibly another pair. I know that Green Bay has picked a, picked it up a little bit on the ground, but they're still averaging 124 per game. Yes, they held they held them to 56 yards on the ground last week, uh, but I still think this Green Bay run defense is a little shaky. So I do like Jacobs a lot. Um, that's yeah. pretty much what I got for that game. Yeah, I think uh, I think the the only person I lost. Like is uh, is Waller for this game, Darren Waller. Uh, there's no receivers. Derek Carr likes him. Uh, uh, I think it's it's gonna be he's gonna be pretty high owned. He's not my favorite, but I prefer to just pay up for Evan Ingram. But um, you know, if I'm gonna throw a Derek Carr lineup in the Millie, uh, the only person I'll stack him up with is is Waller. Uh, Jacobs is okay. Um, I'm still not completely sold on him on DraftKings more than Fanduel on Fan on Fanduel. He's 6,700, so it's not that expensive. Um, I just, I just not feeling it though. Yeah, uh, I, I am on the Josh Jacobs play. I think he'll get more involved as, uh, as a receiver with Tyrell Williams out. I went to Alabama. I saw this guy play a lot of college ball, and he, he can be a more viable uh, receiving threat than uh, the Raiders have been using him for. They've had a couple weeks off to prep for Green Bay, so I do like Jacobs at his price. Um, I do like the Waller play. He looks like he's going to go. He had a questionable tag earlier. He's fine. He just signed a big contract. I think it was uh, $7 million, three years, something like that. I don't know. He just signed it a couple days ago. So I do like them to feed him the ball. He should get targeted probably the most out of the receiving game. And then I am going to take a dart throw on Zay Jones. Uh, he is $3,100 on DraftKings. He is a brand-new acquisition for the Oakland Raiders. He's had two weeks to practice with Derek Carr. He was fantastic – well, not fantastic. He had a couple good games over in Buffalo when um, uh, before he kind of got uh, weeded out of the pecking order over there this year. I think they're going to try and get him the ball some, and I could see him uh, taking one deep. So I kind of like Zay Jones as a punt. Waller is a tight end, Josh Jacobs. And then I'll even throw in on the Green Bay side, Jamal Williams. Uh, he, he gets involved in the passing game. He beat out Aaron Jones the last game. They're going to split touches. Jamal will get uh, you know probably as many carries as Aaron Jones, maybe a few less. And he's going to be involved in the passing game with no uh, wide receivers. If we know anything about Aaron Rodgers, he likes to go to the guys he trusts. And right now he trusts Jamal Williams. So moving on to uh, the Detroit-Minnesota game. Uh, the Vikings over against the Lions. Um, Dan, you have any plays from this game you want to uh, catch us up on? Yeah, so on the Vikings side, uh, the obvious guy that we can play on a week-to-week basis is an elite play is Dalvin Cook. He's averaging five and a half yards a carry. <clears throat> the Lions are really bad on the ground. 
Uh, they're giving up 133 yards per game on average and 140 their last three. Uh, they got burned, absolutely burned <laughs> against Green Bay. Uh, they had a field day on the ground against them. So I do do like Cook a lot. He's one of my top plays. Uh, he will be in most of my lineups. Um, <clears throat> as far as the receivers go, we we have seen an emph- emphasis the last couple of weeks uh, with the Vikings trying to pass the ball more. They got Stephon Diggs last week, as a lot of us found out, uh, either good or bad. Um, but this week, if I'm going to play any receiver on that side, I, I do think I'll go back to Adam Thielen. Uh, Diggs had a spark, uh, but it, but he that's how he is. He'll have a couple down games, and then he'll blow up on you. Um, yeah. But so, so I'm off the Diggs play. I like Thielen, um, and, I, and I'm really not on anything on the Lions side. I just think they're outmatched here. I think the Vikings are going to be uh, – be all over on this game. Uh, Javi, is there anyone that you like? Yeah, I, I think uh, the only player for me is going to be Dalvin Cook, but uh, yep. uh, I, 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 that's about it. I'm, I'm off the, the Vikings wide receivers. I'm off uh, the the Lions wide receivers. I'm off the Lions and Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins and Stafford. Um, I might throw a few carry on Johnson, maybe, but uh, this Minnesota defense is very, very good. Um, I, I think the one thing I might throw is – uh, Minnesota's defense into a few DFS lineups. Um, I think they're solid. Lions, yeah, they've been better this year offensively, but uh, I think the, the Vikings are just underpriced in my opinion. So it's a it's a value play, but I'm really off this game. It's it's more just Dalvin Cook more than anything else. Yeah, I think it's a Cook game. I think they're going to run it. It's not going to be another Diggs week. Uh, he's going to disappoint a lot of people who try and run back to him. Thielen's, you know, a great wide receiver. I'm, I'm just not on it. If I w- was going to be on it, it'd be more on DraftKings because you get the full point PPR. But it's really just cooks for me, uh, or cook for me, and, and that's about it. Um, Miami Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, my, my favorite quarterback this week. Uh, <laughs> he's my favorite quarterback. <laughs> he's my favorite quarterback uh, always. I love Josh Allen, and uh, he seems to keep paying off. He's had a week off to prepare for the Miami Dolphins. He gets it done with his legs. He gets it done with his arm. Uh, the past, uh, he got to play the Dolphins twice last year, and I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, in those two games, he combined for 455 yards through the air with five touchdowns, and then he ran for 230 yards in two games with two touchdowns versus the Dolphins. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play him. I mean, he's going to get at least going to average what he did last year. I would certainly think with a week off versus terrible team. I don't know. Actually, I do know I'm going to play him. And then uh, John Brown is going to be the deep threat that I'm definitely going to have some shares of. He looks healthy to go. He had a questionable tag, but I think he's going to be fine. And then I would also play the bills defense. Uh, Obviously the dolphins are terrible. I'm not scared of some kind of Fitz magic revenge game. He'll probably get pulled at halftime and they'll put Josh Allen in. Um, and then if you want to look at the uh, running backs, you've got Singletary, uh, who's just coming back. I think the Bills win handedly, so they're not going to run Singletary into the ground. I don't think he's getting multiple touchdowns or anything. He might get one. But I really think if I'm going to play a running back from this game, it would be Frank Gore. Uh, he's just been steady. He is splitting targets. I'm not recommending him as your number one running back or anything. But uh, I think he's my favorite over Singletary. I think he'll get in the box, and I think when they're winning the game, they're just going to let him march it down the field. Uh, Dan, what are you thinking? Um, so, yeah, this, this is my game because week 17 last year, it was Miami versus Buffalo, and the the uh, Buffalo stack is what won me by 20 grand. So 
I love this game. I love Josh Allen again. Uh, he he is as as David mentioned. He's just been great against Miami, and they are just awful in every single metric possible. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know yards per rush, yards per game, uh, through the air and on the ground. Um, and I do have a confirmed number on Devin Singletary. They're thinking he's going to see around five or six touches. So I think you can safely fade him uh, without a lot of second thought to that. Uh, if you're going to play any running back, I think Frank Gore's the play. Uh, and then as far as receivers go, um, I'll probably look to pair Allen up, uh, mostly with John Brown, but Beasley's in a good matchup as well. Uh, he lines up in the slot. So I think he's a good option at, at, at that third slot. That's where the Dolphins tend to struggle a lot. So uh, Javi, is there anyone you really like from this game? Uh, so I was a little worried about John Brown, but he returned to practice. Um, I'm, I'm just going to use is the Josh Allen, John Brown correlation really uh, at saving some salary. You know, obviously I'm, I'm high on Ingram, high on Waller. Um, if you want to save some salary, I think Dawson Knox, he's not the worst play at tight end. He's 4,800. Josh Allen is, uh, I mean, he's, he likes him in the end zone at times. He's again, he's just a salary, pure salary saver. So I'd, I'll throw some lineups in with Allen Brown and Knox just in the millie. Um, but that, that's about it. I'd say I'm I'm just as high on Allen as as David is as well. Um, you know, for me it would be golf than Allen most likely. So nice, nice, nice. And Bill's defense all around, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, find find a way, find a way to put that Bill's defense in there. Build around that. So yeah, they're not gonna hurt you guys. They're uh, <laughs> two like again, two weeks off versus Miami. They're gonna they're gonna do just fine. Uh, we're gonna, let's move over to Houston at Indianapolis. Um, Deshaun Watson versus Jacoby Brissett. I, the, my favorite play in this game is going to be T.Y. Hilton. He seems to just roast uh, Houston, especially last year. I'll pull up the stats when I let one of you guys uh, talk about him a little bit. But um, does uh, Dan, you got a, a key play in this game? Do you like a stack? What do you What are you leaning towards? <laughs> uh, uh, earlier in the week, I was really like kind of into Brissett, but with the He's 5.6K. He's reasonably priced. I think he's worth a shot, but I'm just not really into this game a ton. Uh, I don't like Marlon Mack. Houston's been really good against the run. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is probably the most viable play. Uh, He's borderline cash play at 20% ownership. So he's definitely going to get a ton of attention, and rightfully so given his history. Uh, So if there's anyone I like, it's going to be on the cold side. It's going to be T.Y. Hilton. I'm not really drawing a ton of interest on Houston this week. Uh, sorry, Will Fuller, but uh, yeah. Javi, is there anyone that you like? Yeah, Will Fuller with his case of the dropsies last week was very frustrating. <laughs> but uh, did did they finally say Will Fuller's out this week? I thought I saw that in the Slack channel. I wasn't sure. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see, think, see anything about him. Yeah, so I, I think uh, my, my main play here is is not going to be T.Y. Hilton on FanDuel. He's 7,600 as opposed to the... I think it's 5,900 on DraftKings. Um, so I'm only going to use TY on DraftKings. That's my only target. Um, I'll throw a, a few. I mean, Deshaun Watson is hot now. So I'll throw a few uh, GPP plays at uh, Watson with uh, Hopkins. But overall, it's just TY Hilton on DraftKings. That's the only play I like. You can save some salary. Carlos Hyde is 6,300. 6, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much off this game for the most part. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, too, for the most part. I found those T.Y. Hilton stats week uh, four last week versus, or last year versus Houston. He had 115 yards. 
September or uh, December 9th, he had 199 yards, and on uh, January 5th, he had 85 yards. Um, so he there's something about this Houston team he can take advantage of. Uh, so T.Y. Hilton would be my main play. And then I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be too low-owned just after you know what he's been doing to people. Uh, he can go off at any time, and um, I think he could be a, a sneaky, high-priced wide receiver this week. As far as Jacoby Brissett goes, uh, I'm on him a little bit. I mean, he's 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 fine. He's a little bit cheaper, right, right there at the bottom of the mid-tier for your quarterbacks. You could take a Millie Maker stab on him, um, but you know he's not he's not he's probably like right at the bottom of my top ten. So, all right, moving on to uh, the 49ers, and they are fantastic defense at Washington. Uh, I like the 49ers D a lot, and I don't see a lot of other plays that I really am feeling from this game. Quite honestly, I think the defense just takes control. 49ers are going to run the ball with one of the three running backs, and um, just a boring game overall. Dan, uh, you got any plays from this one? Uh, of course, San Francisco defense, negative 41% DVOA. They, they shut everything down. They're, they're just amazing. Their pass rush is relentless. Washington doesn't have a great offensive line. Um, and I don't like the timeshare, so I'm not really targeting Coleman or Brita. I guess you can take a shot in deeper GPPs, just given how bad Washington is against the run. Uh, but yeah, nothing on the Washington side. Uh, and possibly a couple of those running backs from San Francisco. What about you, Javi? Uh, yeah, so I, I do like Tevin Coleman, actually. So he, he got 20 touches last week. Um, he, he seems like he's the, the goal line back for sure in the red zone. So they only used him last week, and he was the only running back used in the red zone. And, uh, I mean, he's only priced at 6200 on FanDuel. So if, if I feel like taking a shot, I, I will use Tevin Coleman. I think he's going to go uh, under own. He's going to be passed through. I, I'm going to have him in quite a few lineups, to be honest. I, I like his salary. I like his matchup. Um, you know, he's involved in the past game and, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan. And then from, uh, obviously the defense, that's my number two defense right behind the bills. And then uh, I'm going to do, uh, something weird, uh, in GPPs, especially the Millie. So I, am going to have Garoppolo with, with, um, one of these wide receivers from San Fran, just cause I, you don't know which one to trust, but I'm going to have Garoppolo with Pettis I'm going to have Garoppolo with Goodwin and Garoppolo with, uh, What's this guy's name? Uh, yeah, I'll have a Kittle one. And what the heck? You know, why not? But uh, it's, it's really going to be Goodwin and, and Pettis for the most part, as well as, oh, Debo Samuel. Sorry, if he, if he oh, plays. Yeah. So, yeah, those are going to be – I'm going to throw one lineup each uh, with each wide receiver. Um, you know, I don't like it. I feel like I'm just throwing away money at that point. But you never know against this Washington defense. So, um my my key plays are going to be Coleman for sure in the San Francisco defense, but I don't hate the GPP plays, especially in the Millie, to uh, throw uh, Garoppolo with one of these receivers. So that's about well, it. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Debo Samuel just got ruled out, so that's probably going to bump oh. up Pettis and Goodwin. Pettis is now number one, and he's forty one hundred on DraftKings. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got to take some shots. Yeah, you gotta do it, right? You gotta, it's gambling, right? <laughs> yeah, that's not what I tell my wife. But, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got. Uh, all right, so yeah, I'm not real high on that game. There's better, better spots to target for me. And uh, it's, I'll, I'll mention uh, Coleman real quick too. I, I'm, I'm worried about the timeshare. Uh, yeah. I'm worried about if they get up big. 
and them uh, pulling Coleman out and letting uh, Brita or it, most are it's questionable with the knees, so more Brita kind of get in there. Um, I watched Kevin Coleman for a long time in Atlanta, and he was and he's fine, but I don't think he's anything special. I think you can you can pay up for one of these running backs that you know is going to get the full workload, like Cook, like Fournette, like Barkley. Um, but I also trust Javi's take, and over on DraftKings, I, I think he's a better play than FanDuel. Um, so up to Nashville, we got the Chargers who just got embarrassed uh, going to see the Titans. Um, not a ton of plays from this game I'm loving either, guys, going to be honest with you. Uh, Dan, do you have any one that stands out? No, they both average less than 20 points a game. So approximately 2.2 touchdowns per game for the Chargers and two for the Tennessee Titans. Um yeah, just nothing. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, a lot of field goals, a lot of groundwork. Um, you can possibly say Derrick Henry if you want, but it's just not a spot that I want to go against the Chargers. So they're they're pretty good against the run. Um, I know Melvin Gordon mentioned he wanted to be involved more in the offense, so we'll see you there, but I'm just altogether disinterested with the timeshare there, and Phillip Rivers has been shaky at best. So, And I'm definitely not going to take a shot on Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Javi, is there anyone you like? <laughs> yeah, the the only the only player I like is uh, is Derrick Henry. He's uh, sixty five hundred on Fanduel. He's he's actually less expensive than Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, which is weird to me, considering uh, he's been pretty good this year. I know Ryan Tannehill's under center; they might stack the box, um, but I like the matchup. I, I the Chargers have allowed. I mean, even though they they're okay against the run, they've allowed the eighth most fantasy points to to running backs. So um, they allow a lot of rushing yards. They allow uh, a lot of rushing touchdowns. Um, I watched Stan Hill in Miami uh, a lot. He's not good. Um, and I don't know what to expect from him on the Titans. He, he didn't do really well in the relief work. Um, so I expect the Chargers to stack the box, but I still think Derek Henry could break one off. So uh, I, I do like Henry. I, I think he's going to be under 10% owned, um, but that's about it. Nobody else. I'll tell you too. Um, I think uh, it's not a bad idea to get weird with some of these uh, high-priced wide receivers that uh, people are going to be off because it's not an elite matchup. I don't hate Keenan Allen this week. I think he's going to be extremely low-owned, and uh, the Chargers are going to have to go back to what works, and that's going to be targeting Allen. And even maybe some Austin Eckler in the past game, that's when they were winning. And over on DraftKings, I'd play him. I would not play him on FanDuel. Um, but that's kind of a Millie Maker shot, too. He's he's probably not even my top running backs, um, top 10, 15 running backs. But uh, it's it's something that did work for them and something they could go back to. And then you have Hunter Henry, who just caught two touchdowns. Uh, he's going to be the wide receiver, too, on this team right now. Uh, Mike Williams isn't isn't uh, stepping up as much as he, he could have been in the absence of Henry. And uh, with him back, they should target him, too. So at 5,700, I like him to get a, a handful of receptions and uh, get targeted in the red zone. Uh, anyone anyone else, guys, or are you going to move on? Yeah. Uh, well, what are your thoughts, Dan, on Hunter Henry? I, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I'm 50-50 so on him. Yeah, I initially was on him, but I'm not quite as crazy about him. Yeah, he's only 4K on DraftKings, so I, I think he's – I think he's worth a shot. I mean, he's he's definitely drawing the ownership. He's looking at around 12% right now. So I would at least match the field. I very rarely do, but I'll be running 150 lineups this week. Um, so Hunter Ooh. Henry will definitely yeah. at least find his way. Amen. <laughs> at least. <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> at least that's in like, the twelve percent of them. So I do, I do like him. I'm not, I'm not as crazy about the Allen play, but uh, yeah, Hunter Henry is definitely worth a shot. He's he got a ton of targets last week, as we all know. Yeah, eight Dave. catches, hundred yards, two touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Man, I don't know. I, how do you? You'll find you, out. You'll good find good. out when we yeah. get to the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Daly is going to have like uh, a thousand entries in this million maker, we better take it down. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll touch on Derrick Henry real fast too before we move on. He's a Bama guy. I'm a Bama guy. He's a beast. He's not going to be sharing a workload. So I do not hate that play at all, Javi. And it's 6,500. Um, I think that's a really good call. Uh, let's move over to uh, Baltimore at Seattle. Um, we've got two elite quarterbacks facing each other, and Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. They're the two highest priced guys this week. Um, again, it's not a game I'm targeting a lot. I'm really locked into some of these other plays we've been talking about. Uh, but Mark Andrews is going to get targeted a lot. He's been fantastic this season. I, I got him in a lot of my season-long drafts. He's getting targeted. He, there has not been a game where he's been targeted under seven times the entire season. He's got over 100 yards twice, and last week he just got 99 um, that was against the Bengals, but uh, Seattle really isn't uh, anything like they were five years ago to worry about. Um, what, Dan, any any other guys you like from this game? Gabe, you nailed it on the head with Andrews, man. That's one of my favorite tight end plays this week, uh, particularly on DraftKings. Uh, the Seahawks allow the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. Not as bad as Arizona, but they're still giving up at least 15.4 points a game. Uh, so I can definitely see I can definitely see Mark Andrews finding pay dirt. Um, they're, they're not getting a lot of pressure as well. They're 30th in the league in terms of adjusted sack rate. So I do like running him with Lamar Jackson. If not, you know, if you want to go after one of these other tight ends like Ingram with a really good matchup with Arizona, I'm perfectly fine with running Lamar Jackson naked too, uh, just because of the rushing upside. And if the Seahawks give him that kind of time, man, he's going to find holes in the defense and take off with the ball. Um, as far as Mark Ingram goes, I think this is – uh, we, I've seen enough. I, I think I can fade him and, and feel okay with it. Yes, he's getting an incredible red zone workload, but it's basically a four-way timeshare uh, between Jackson, Ingram, Edwards, and Hill because Hill is, is, is steadily seeing more and more targets every week. They use him mostly in receiving situations. So uh, I'm not crazy about the Ingram play. Um, uh, on the Seahawks side, I just I don't I don't really like anything over here. I think this is going to be a tough game for them. I think that Marlon Humphrey is going to lock down Tyler Lockett. He's locked down every receiver he's faced this year, including notables like Odo Beckham Jr., Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Tyler Lockett is not even close to who those guys are, so I think that won't be a problem for Marlon. And now they just added Marcus Peters to their secondary. So uh, despite being in a very, very tough place at the Seahawks, I know the 12th man, they got that thing going for them, but I think the Ravens are able to uh, – to to pretty much uh, do what they need to do to get the win. I don't. I know they've been kind of rough on defense. They're giving up a lot, but yeah, most of my interest is Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Javi. Same one you like? Yeah. So just from from Baltimore, I just like the Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews for the Millie. Uh, I do like Mark Andrews as well. So just to switch it up with Ingram and Waller, um, I'll we'll throw in some Mark Andrews. I do like. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson seems to favor Andrews also. And I'm not sure if Marquise Brown is back, but even if he is, I'll still target Andrews. Um, you guys are breaking my heart a little bit on the Seattle side uh, because I am a big fan of Chris Carson this week. Uh, he is probably my number two running back, eh, maybe number three, because I do like um, 
Fournette and Cook better, but uh, Carson is he's logged at least 25 touches in three straight games, and it seems like his fumbling problems are behind him. He's 7,600 on FanDuel. I I like it. Uh, I think he's going to get a, a lot of ownership. He's going to be highly owned, and I think uh, he's an elite play. I think he's elite running back, so I'm high on that, and you guys are all also breaking my heart because I do like Tyler Lock and DK Metcalf. <laughs> All right, I do like it. I'm telling you guys, with Will Disley gone, uh, he's got to find someone to throw to. Uh, that was one of his favorite targets. And on Fanduel, Tyler Lockett is only 6,500. I I think it's a it's a mess up on Fanduel's part. Uh, on DraftKings, I don't like Tyler Lockett as much, but on Fanduel, he's too cheap. Uh, I I understand the Ravens' defense. Um, and it's uh, it's just it's it's a weaker secondary this year. They're a shell of their former self. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of Tyler Lock and DK Metcalf. I know you guys aren't, but uh, I'm gonna throw a bunch of lineups in the Millie Maker with Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and DJ, DK Metcalf. So I'm gonna do it. I think uh, I mean I hear what you're saying. I I don't hate it. I think I lean a little more towards Metcalf because uh, Lockett's gonna have the coverage, but. What you said about Chris Carson makes a lot of sense, too. The past three weeks, he's got over 100 yards in each game. I mean, he's he's getting the full workload there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the play. Thanks for pointing it out. Um, then we've got a last game on the slate, main slate is going to be New Orleans at Chicago. We just had Alvin Kamara get ruled out as well as Jared Cook for the New Orleans Saints. That's going to make things more difficult. It's going to mean more targets for Michael Thomas. And it's going to mean uh, more opportunity for Latavius Murray versus Chicago Bears defense, who is uh, who's good. But uh, uh, gosh, who was it last week that uh, put Josh up Jacobs? Up, uh, Josh Jacobs put up 123 on him, I think it was uh, last week. So they can be beat. Um, but we've also seen what Lat Murray does in uh, when he's a starting running back, and it's often not spectacular. Um, then over on the uh, bear side, uh, I'm not really in love with it either because the Saints look great on defense last week. I think they're stepping up because they know they have to to try and get them to the playoffs, which they should be able to do. But with Teddy Bridgewater, he's no Drew Brees. Uh, the Bears' defense, I'm looking at a little bit more now with the uh, Saints ruling out a couple of their key players. Uh, Dan, you got any other takes on this game? I'm pretty much on board with what you just said. I, I like the Bears' defense now more so with, with Alvin Kamara being ruled out. Uh, not really in tune. Maybe a shot on like an Allen Robinson as a lone play. I think he's worth it at 5.5K on DraftKings. Uh, the Saints side, not really crazy. Latavius Murray is coming in at close to 20% ownership. Uh, that's likely a spot that I'll fade. I just Josh Jacobs is 5,000. Latavius Murray is 51. I think I'd rather go Josh Jacobs personally. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at on that game. Javi, you got anyone? Yeah, I thought, thought I was going to be the, the sneaky one and tell you guys that I like the Bears defense. I even like the Bears defense even before um, Alvin Kamara and, and Jared Cook got ruled out. Uh, I just think they're too cheap, especially on FanDuel. They're... 4500 it's it's something to pivot off the 49ers and the Bills if you want to to save some salary um and Lat- Latavius Murray I'm not I mean I know he's 5300 on FanDuel he's he's still going against the Bears I know Josh Jacobs had that game in London against them but I, I can't do it I, I personally uh, I mean as much as people hate it like Joe Mixon better at that price range but I'll pro- probably spend up at running back this week so uh, just the Bears defense for me. 
No Allen Robinson because I think Lattimore is going to be shadowing him. So I'm way off Robinson. All right, cool. That's the entire main slate. We're going to build a uh, the mo- uh, majority of a FanDuel lineup for you, and then I'm going to ask the guys for their favorite play at uh, each position. But um, So I'm going to pull up FanDuel right here. Uh, we're just going to see what we have here. I'm going to start it off down at defense just to go ahead and lock this in. Um, I think we're all aboard with the Bills here. I mean, it, I don't see how it can go wrong going versus the worst uh, defense in my or offense in Miami. You guys care if I just lock the Bills in? Yeah, two uh, yeah lock them in. All yeah, right, let's see yeah. If we can build. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, I'm going. I'm biased, so I'm not going to take quarterback. I will give it to uh, let Dan pick our quarterback for this team. Uh, we've seen Atlanta just get burned so much. Uh, let's let's go ahead and throw Derek Goff in. Yep, there we go, Jared Goff, and uh, let, go ahead and give us the correlation receiver with Goff too, because we're gonna have to have one. All right, let's let's start with Cup. That's the, that's our main target. There you go, like it. All right, Javi, running back, Leonard Fournette, lock him in. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect answer. <laughs> Love Lenny Fournette this week. And then we're going to have to go with another running back. And there's several to choose from here. And I don't want to kill myself at wide receiver. I like Dalvin Cook a lot. I was getting talked to some Chris Carson. Uh, Go down. Josh Jacobs is cheap. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to see what we have. do with cook i think cook's in a great position i'm gonna see if we can find some cheaper wide receivers if not we might be able to pivot but i'm gonna lock in dalvin cook as a sure thing running back too so now we're gonna need a cheap wide receiver so dan or javi how about dan dan you got a cheap wide receiver down there you like well you mentioned a nice punt play that i i i'm gonna come on now uh zay jones lining up on the one slot against green bay i think he's a decent option we can we can either go with him or lazard um i i think we can give a shout on zay jones okay zay jones i was was gonna say boyd or ridley i don't know if uh if you you prefer that what's the the difference in price here 56 i wonder if we can fit them well let's put them we'll put I, i like I like Boyd. Let's see. Let's see if we can go Boyd, Ridley, and Zay. Just see how crazy that would be. If you went, man, yeah, you can do anything you want. I don't think we have to go to Zay. I think we have plenty of room. I think okay. Zay's a good, good uh, DK Millie Maker play. Right. But I'm going to put Tyler Boyd in there because the price is right. He's going to be the wide receiver one. And if we have Leonard Fournette going, we're thinking Jacksonville is going to score. Someone's going to have to bring it back. And uh, Tyler Boyd is a big home road splits guy, um, so I'm going. I'm going Tyler Boyd there, uh, and Zay Jones on my DK lineups. Um, and then we need a tight end. So uh, who you got for us at tight end, Javi? Evan Ingram. Let's lock him in. That's easy. Can we fit him in? Oh yeah, we can fit him in. That leaves us with fifty-one fifty for a wide receiver and a flex. So let's do, uh, let's find us a flex guy. Look down here in the like, uh, you know, 5,000 range, see if we can find someone cheap. Let's see. If we put Zay Jones in, we can get anything we want. So let's just do that. Let's put Zay Jones in that flex, and that's going to leave you with 5,800 uh, for another position. He goes to wide receiver. So you got 5,800 to fill out the rest of your lineup. That's all we can do for you here. Um, but I think that's pretty solid, and that's a Millie Maker lineup because Zay Jones is in it. 
Uh, guys, I think that was really informative. I found some plays that I wasn't on. I appreciated it a lot. Come check us out at windailysports.com. We're in the Slack channel answering questions pretty much 24 hours a day besides when we're sleeping. We have a ton of articles up on NFL Week 7 right now. Uh, I think we're going to have a good week. Uh, we appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.